You're listening to Gordon Clark on Hospital Radio Medway. Well, hi and welcome along to the show. And tonight in the studio, I have Kate Rumsey with me. Hi, Kate. Hello. And Kate is from Beanstalk, who have volunteer reading helpers in schools. And Kate's here to tell us all about it. So, Kate, what's Beanstalk about then? Okay, well, I'll start from the beginning. Beanstalk, it's um, a national literacy charity. So we work across England. It was founded about 44 years ago and we began working in London and it was actually founded by a lady called Susan Page, who is actually our patron now. She had uh, noticed that children were leaving primary school without a good readings level. They weren't able to to read to the expected level that they should be able to. And she was seeing this so much, and this was in Kensington area of London that she lived. So what she did was she gathered some of her friends together, and they were all retired ladies at that time. And they would go into the local school, and they would give their time up, and talk to the children and and spend one-to-one time with them, reading books, talking about books, just getting them to enjoy stories. And then from there, because it worked so well and the children were, were really improving with their literacy, she set up a charity, which was at the time called Volunteer Reading Help. And that's how it began, really. And so it began in one school and then gradually more and more schools were seeing how effective it was to have volunteers going in on a regular basis. And so it became a bigger charity and it grew and then branches opened up in other areas of the country where literacy was at a low. So the branches, are they based on counties? They are in areas where children were not getting proper literacy support. So I work for the Kenton Medway branch, which started in a very concentrated small area, but actually has grown and grown because it just has become such a demand and a need for literacy support as the classes get bigger and there's more, more children that need help. The branches are expanding from towns to counties. Okay. So the the area is just an area not defined by county. No. It, for example, we have our Kent and Medway branch, but we're actually just expanding into East Sussex now because there's a number of schools in East Sussex, particularly Rye, that wanted our help. Mm. And I know that there's a branch just opening up in Norfolk because there's a, a need from schools there. So it's as demand calls for it, yeah. then we can get the volunteers there and and get them into schools. The important thing is you're a registered charity as well. Yes, we are. So all the people that do this work are volunteers? Yes. Well, we have a number of paid staff um, that work for the charity um, in other ways, so finance and marketing, etc. But the majority of people that that work for Beanstalk are volunteers. So that's really why we rely on on people coming forward 
to work for the charity on a volunteering basis. Okay, so if somebody is interested in being a volunteer, yeah. I presume they get some sort of training? Yes, that's kind of one of the key benefits that we say to schools when we approach them about what we can give them, is that we train all our volunteers. We do like a day's training in a local to them. And that training involves looking at uh, from a child's perspective of learning to read so we often ask volunteers to recall what it was like when they started to read and often people will say I can't remember I don't remember I just remember all of a sudden being able to read so we have to take them back to that point in time we say look at this piece of paper and we give them a a completely jumbled up words um, that don't make any sense and we say how do you think that feels when a child's looking at that or how do you feel when you look at that and you really do get it then you understand you think wow actually as a child trying to learn to read that must be pretty intimidating and scary so we put them in in that position and then we say right this is how you can support a child and you know it's not just about reading a word it's about looking at a book enjoying a book looking at the pictures and then having the story read to you and just really enjoying the whole exercise of reading rather than looking at it as a scary thing that they've got to try and overcome which we believe that reading books shouldn't be like that it should be enjoyable yeah something they want to do rather than they have to do exactly and what we find that as soon as they want to do something then reading becomes just so much different for them and, and and not so difficult the volunteers, they get the initial training. What support do they get once they're in the job? I mean, is it just, there's a school, you go along to that school, mm-hmm. or, you know, do they have to report back? Or, or, yeah, well, we it's very um, relaxed. So what happens is a volunteer will get placed or matched to a school. We have volunteer coordinators who are out and about and they look after the volunteers, but they don't, they won't go to them with every, to every visit to the school because, you know, that would feel probably yeah. quite intimidating and pressured. The volunteer goes to the school that they're placed in twice a week. And they go for hour and a half each time. And during that session, they spend 30 minutes with three children each. Right. So they each volunteer is assigned three children, essentially, and they will read to them for that school year. So every now and again, the volunteer coordinator will offer support as and when that volunteer needs it. But we find that the volunteers do, they start to get to know the school, they get to know the children, and it becomes their, you know, they quite feel quite happy with that relationship with the school. And then we do offer updated training throughout the year. But um, that's why we, we do ask volunteers to commit for a year because what's important is that the children are getting consistency yeah. and that they're seeing the same person every week, which is lovely because on both sides, the children get to know their reading helper and the reading helper get to know the children and they really do form a bond, which is which is yeah. really nice to see. Yeah. So really it's support is there when and if needed. We find a lot of schools will have um, 
two or three volunteers in the school. So they actually get to know each other and form a really nice community. And we've actually got a school in Chatham called Bradfield's Academy. And they, they've had such good success with the reading helpers that are there that they've asked us for another 40 which is a huge number is a big school and it's a school that supports children with learning difficulties so they really find that getting these volunteers in helping the children one-to-one is a really good thing for them and we've now got I think we've got five volunteers in there uh, at the moment and we're recruiting more and more um but they are really they've really got to know each other and yeah. they see each other outside of the school and they're all retired so they it's really nice that they form their own communities and they get something they get that friendship as well yeah, as sounds like a club yeah exactly they? it's yeah, a really yeah, nice yeah. community of, of people um and they're all similarly minded you know they all like books and reading and they're all interested in helping children enjoy books so they've all got that in common (laughs) for the volunteers is there any skills that are needed no not really i mean we just ask that volunteers have a passion for helping children become more confident in themselves and as readers and although we say yes it's great if you love reading and books yourself as long as you can read and you are happy working with children. I mean, we have a number of volunteers that don't actually have children themselves, and I think, and when they first approached us, they were a bit worried that they didn't have that experience to draw on. But it it really doesn't matter as long as volunteers are passionate about helping children, which all of our volunteers are, and anyone who comes to us, that's that's at the forefront of why they're talking to us. So. We'd love to speak to anyone who'd be interested. Yeah. I suppose the only thing, like any organisation, um, because we're dealing with the public, in your case more so with children, mm. any volunteers have to be CRB checked. Yes, yeah, it's a DBS check, check now that we do. But we, at Beanstalk, we do all of that. So anyone who comes forward, we will take references and then we carry out the DBS checks. Because obviously safeguarding is very important to us yes it's something that we have to do so even if somebody's already got one through some other volunteering work or job that they do we still have to get one done for being installed there's a requirement for volunteers in the medway area yes um now anybody who wants to be a volunteer what do they do so the the best way to do if you have access online is to go to our website which is www.beanstalkcharity.org.uk and we have lots of information on there about being a reading helper and then we have a section where you can apply online and it's a very quick form that you fill out and then I think you have to put your area where you live in um, so that it comes to the specific branch so anyone in Medway would come through to our office in Maidstone and then we would give people a call from there Um, and then what we do is we do an interview process so an interview with one of our volunteer coordinators an informal chat with them and then and then we do the dbs checks and then the training and then yeah. fingers crossed all in goes into a school near to them as well okay so if 
anybody who's not online. So if you're not online, um, the best thing to do is to get in touch with our Maidstone office. The number to call is 01622 and speak to one of our friendly team based at the office um, and we'll get an application form posted to you. How do you raise funds? Uh, well, our, we're largely funded by schools, but we do our own fundraising centrally uh, from our London office. But largely our funding is through the schools who pay um, a certain amount to have a volunteer inside their school. We've talked about volunteering, how it benefits the, the children. What benefits do volunteers get from it? One of our volunteers was reading with an autistic boy and his reading ability was very low and she struggled at first to find um, you know, ways to really get him enjoying books. So what she did, and it's something that we say to all our volunteers, is to have a, a conversation with them first, find out what they're interested in because yeah. we give each of our volunteers a box of resources to go into the school with. But those books and games, they might not really interest that particular child that they're reading with. And our libraries are actually fantastic for that because uh, our volunteers can go into libraries and they can find all different types of books. um, If there's a specific book that that volunteer thinks would really help that particular child, then the library will order it in and they can help in that way so yeah this particular volunteer she found out what this little boy liked and he really enjoyed minecraft which is a computer game she's like right okay so it's a computer game how do we translate that into reading so she went to a bookshop and she found this book uh, on minecraft it was a storybook but it was no pictures, it was all words, quite long words as well. But she she got it and she took it in and as soon as he saw this book, his eyes just lit up because on the front was, you know, the Minecraft yeah. and they sat and they, they read it together and by the end of that year, that school year, he was reading it himself to her and um, reading really long words by yeah. the end of it, which just shows as, as soon as you kind of spark their imagination and find out what they're interested in, then that really helps progress their reading for the volunteer. That is really such a rewarding thing to see yeah. that they've made that difference to a child and that's going to really help them continue yeah, rest and, their life. Yeah, yeah exactly it's gonna and it will stay with them that that experience as well yes that's good so you, you find a problem and find a way around the problem exactly. and that's i mean there's job satisfaction from, exactly. from that is amazing yeah, isn't it? it's so rewarding really help yeah i touched on there that we give the volunteers a box of resources And what I just wanted to say was to explain what the volunteer will actually do in that 30-minute session Um, because you might think it's just reading, but what we say, and this is part of the training that we give, is that five, ten minutes should be about 
talking to them, what you up to this week, yeah. what you've been doing at school, just general chit chat because conversation is all of it helps boost their confidence as well. And then they'll spend about 10, 15 minutes choosing books and reading them and having them read to them or reading to them, their reading helper. And then we always say at the end to leave 10 minutes to play a game. And we do put games in the boxes or we say play simple crosswords and word yep. searches and hangman and things like yeah. that. Um, games that they don't think they're necessarily reading but they actually are. Through that combination of reading, conversation and games, that 30 minutes actually is so that yes. makes such a difference to that child and they have that twice, if you think they have that twice a week, that really helps progress their reading. Yeah. It's all stimulating the imagination exactly, as well, isn't it? Yeah. Which is what you get from reading. You yeah. create pictures in your mind from the yeah, words in front of you. It's imagination, so. isn't it? And yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So everybody benefits. The children benefit. Yes. The volunteers benefit. We like to think so, yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's magic. Well, thanks very much for coming down and talking to me. And hopefully, as a result of this, you'll be inundated oh, with yes, volunteers. Please. <laughs> please do. Give us a call or um, fill out an online application. We'd love to hear from anyone. Thanks very much, Kate, for coming down. If you'd like to hear more episodes in this series of podcasts, or indeed see our other podcasts, search for our podcast website in your browser, hospitalradiomedway.captivate.fm. There's four easy ways to listen to HRM FM. Go to our website at hospitalradiomedway.co.uk and click to listen now. Go to NHS Wi-Fi on your device and find us there. Say, play Hospital Radio Medway to your smart speaker or switch your radio on and go to 87.9 FM, the radio station for the Medway Maritime Hospital. This is HRM FM.